Letter twenty three of A Lady's Life on a Farm in Manitoba by Mrs. Cecil B. Hall. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Sea Farm, July thirtieth. We found the most lovely batch of letters, almost worth being away from home for ten days, on our arrival here at twelve o'clock p.m. on Tuesday, which completely revived our drooping spirits. We were feeling rather limp and tired after a long day in Winnipeg, and losing our way across the prairie coming home. It was very dark, and the only guide we had was when the vivid flashes of lightning reflected the farm buildings. As it was, we drove through the big marsh, the mosquitoes nearly eating us up, and A so worried by them that he couldn't think of the trail, and trusted to the horses finding their way. The joy of coming upon our own fence is better imagined than described. I picture to myself that we should be like one of our laborers, who, having gone into town just before we started up west, lost his way coming out, unharnessed his horses and picketed them, and sat down quietly, waiting for daylight before he ventured on. It is marvelous that any one finds their way on the prairie. There are numberless trails made during the hay harvest, which may mislead, and in a country which has been surveyed some time back, the section posts have almost entirely disappeared, the cattle either knocking them down, or they having been struck by lightning." We found our bedroom very full of mosquitoes, so that our sleep was much disturbed. In fact, we never slept properly till after the sun rose, but our letters cheered us up and were far more refreshing than ten hours' sleep. The netting over our windows had got torn from the tacks, so that the mosquitoes had come in by shoals just to show how they appreciated the attention of having things made easy for them. Otherwise we are not generally much bothered with them in the house, netting being over every door and window. The cat sometimes thwarts our protection by jumping through them in the morning, and no thumping seemed to impress her with respect for the said net. We are told the mosquitoes will be gone in a fortnight. Certainly the big yellow ones have lived their time and are not so plentiful, but they have been succeeded by a small black species which is quite as venomous and not so easy to kill. We went to church yesterday at Headingley, quite a red-letter day. It was only the second time we have been able to manage it in the ten weeks we have been here, and though it was very hot in church, we were ashamed to take our gloves off, on account of the scars. The church is quite a nice little building, and the service delightful after so many weeks of not hearing it. We had to take our horse out, tie it to the churchyard paling, and put the dog in the buggy to take care of our goods and chattels. We are getting quite low at the thought of leaving this in ten days' time, being rather like cats attached to any place where one has heaps of occupation, and where one is treated kindly and well-fed, however ugly that place may be. We have been very busy haymaking since we got home, and a grand stack is in the course of erection nearly opposite the dining-room window. You never saw anything so astonishing as the way the oats, potatoes, etc., have shot up in our absence. Even the puppy, which we left a fluffy ball, seems to have grown inches. Then all my chickens are hatched, and are an endless pleasure and anxiety. I am supposed to spend hours over them. We have received four sheets of official paper from Mr. W., full of directions about our journey to Colorado, describing his home, etc., even to the nickel-plated tap we shall find in his kitchen, which is to supply us with an unlimited amount of water. He tells us we need bring nothing but a saddle and a toothbrush, he will find all the rest, and that we are to make it a note that it is one of the strictest rules of mining camps that guests are never allowed to pay for anything. As we hope he is making a fortune by his mines, we shall not have so much compunction of accepting these terms. 
We are to sightsee, climb mountains, go into the mines, fish for trout, and do nothing the live-long day but amuse ourselves. I'm afraid A will miss us terribly, dear old soul. He is very fond of having us here, and is always bemoaning our departure. I think it will make a great difference to him and to his humdrum, hard-working life, as we are always cheery, and never have had a difficulty or annoyance of any sort. End of letter 23. Read by Sibella Denton. All LibriVox files are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org.